For 25 years, Christ Faith Tabernacle has spread across the globe, empowering the saints for the season of the Lord's return. This season has arrived. Join Apostle Alfred and Reverend Piola Williams in this year of God's glory as we celebrate the Christ Paved Tabernacle 25th year jubilee from the 23rd of February to the 1st of March. Our names shall be great. Nation will come out of us. The Lord has blessed us and nobody can revoke it. Be empowered alongside ministers from across the globe to walk in the miraculous, see healings, miracles, signs and wonders in your ministry. Come and celebrate 25 incredible years that have seen Christ Paved Tabernacle spread across the globe, meeting dignitaries and changing nations. You are healed right now in the name of Jesus by the blood of the risen Lord. Let them see Jesus shine through your life like never before. And you are bulletproof as long as you are walking under the covering of the Almighty. You got to know that God has set you apart special. God is very, very marked in every little thing. The Christ Faith Tabernacle Silver Jubilee. Leadership training daily. Power Miracle Nights every evening from 7pm. And the official dedication of the incredible CFT Cathedral Woolwich on Sunday, March the 1st at 4pm. The venue, CFT Cathedral, 186 Power Street, Woolwich, London, SE18 6NL. Visit cftchurches.org or call 020-8316-2332. Let's give Jesus a good hand praise once again, everybody. Hallelujah. It is certainly my honor and privilege to be able to share and be a part of such a great memorial event of the 25 years civil anniversary of this great ministry. And also in honor of the servant of the Lord, Apostle Alfred Williams. Amen. I am grateful to the Lord how he predetermined all things after the counsel of his own will. It was two years ago that I did not know his name, and yet he stood on the uh, the pulpit and he sp- ministered a word there. I wasn't even there, and he prophesied for about 15 minutes, they told me, over the altar and the logo of our church. And when I heard the prophecy he gave, he must have went back, I know, at least nine years when I was nine years old, all the way up until what old, my age today, and gave my life history in detail. And I had never set eyes on the man before. I wasn't even in the service. So that's the way I met this servant of the Lord. So we know without a doubt that relationships are certainly joined by the Lord. And uh, I believe with all my heart that my joining and relationship to Christ Faith Tabernacle, Apostle Williams and Mama Oma and the family here is certainly one that is ordained by God. Amen. Praise God. I'm honored. And of course, then the distinct service, uh, servants of the Lord, Apostle Tuff and uh, Amen and Prophet uh, Robin Hancock. We certainly honor God, uh, servants in his covenant relationship. Amen. And then all of the men and women of God who have come across the miles to be a part of this uh, great celebration and meeting. And also you are connected. We honor you and we thank God for you. Amen. All right. My session has to do with uh, Christian leadership. And if you would, I would like for you to open your Bible up to the book of Daniel, chapter 6. 
the book of Daniel. I believe that the Holy Spirit has given me some things to lay out. And some of the things I will share is part of my uh, leadership training development that I've uh, put, put together at home. But I believe that it will certainly help enhance and shape our leadership in a whole nother dimension. Uh, in Daniel chapter 6, we look at verse 3 as we lift that out. And it speaks about uh, Daniel 6. I'm reading from the NIV and verse 3 of that particular book. Hallelujah. You have it? It says, Now Daniel so distinguished himself among the administrators and the satrap by his exceptional qualities that the king planned to set him over the whole kingdom. And the believers shall say, what we will lift out of that is the exceptional leadership qualities in the life of a prophet that will shape our leadership in this contemporary time. Amen. The Bible said here from the NIV, by his exceptional qualities, his exceptional qualities, he was distinguished or set apart. And uh, we want to talk about, first of all, the scripture reference of what is a leader. What does the Bible say? What is a leader? The scripture references on it. But first of all, let's look at Daniel life for a moment. We see that the king, the Bible said, planned to set him over the whole territory. And this is amazing because Daniel was not looking for, to, for promotion. Daniel was going about doing what he do, serving, fulfilling his assignment in the king's palace. He became a government official by the distinction of his lifestyle. I think what will first help us be able to uh, horn, zone in on a little more stronger this uniqueness of Daniel that certainly will be relevant to us today as leaders and particularly Christian leaders. When we look at the first thing of the inception of him coming in the book of Daniel, in the very first chapter, one of the things that sets him apart, the Bible said that he was taken captive along with the uh, uh, with, with Israel, when, when Israel came under Babylonian siege, the Bible said that uh, the king took the noble children as well as the royal children. And Daniel happened to be that one. So his background was one of nobility or either royal. But the Bible also says that when they were preparing food for Daniel, for the people, for Daniel and his uh, friends, that he chose not to eat the king's food. Because the Bible says he did not want to defile himself. So already we see this man had unique qualities working in himself. And one of the reasons that uh, the, at least history says that the, uh, the, the, the defilement was not the type of food, but it was what the food was offered to that would have defiled him. That the food was sacrificed first to the gods of Babylon. And then serve as uh, <laughs> to the people to eat. And Daniel would not bite into that. Amen. So that right there showed he found a way to get around it, to 
to walk up right before God and to honor God. And the believer shall say. Here we see in this uh, passage of scripture that the scripture says he had exceptional qualities. That the king thought, planned, without him knowing it, to put him over the whole territory. He's a foreigner. I say he's a foreigner. (laughs) He's not born of that country, yet the king has set his mind on this young man. To say, I'm going to make you ruler, not only over the territory, but over all the trained political leaders who have come up under me. So Daniel had some exceptional qualities. And just like the Bible says, the king thought to plan his promotion. I sense the Holy Spirit saying that there's some promotion coming for some men and women in here. Come on, you can receive that. That just like Daniel didn't know it, he was going on about his business, but the king was planning behind the background to put this man in a whole nother favorable position. Amen. And the Bible said it was because of his exceptional qualities. It wasn't because his name was Daniel. Because if that be the case, we all need to change our name to Daniel or Danielle, one or the other. But he had something going on that the rest of the men in the political arena did not have going on. And just to point out a couple of the qualities that stands out, because when you read the whole book of Daniel chapter 6, you see that the Bible said that he was not just a man of distinct uh, qualities, but one of the scripture references in the King game that he was preferred or he had a excellent spirit on him, an excellent spirit. Not only that he had an excellent spirit, but he didn't have negligence in his life because the Bible says the king knew he wouldn't suffer no loss in his business if Daniel was involved. So these are qualities that stands out that made a leader, not only a leader, but a leader among men, that his life went from one empire to another empire. And empires died off the scene, but yet Daniel's life kept going through. That speaks of longevity. He had something from God that set him apart. The Bible also said not only that uh, he was not negligent, but the Bible said when these men, because any time when God start planning your promotion, just like the king start planning Daniel promotion, there will be somebody in the scene or around planning your demising. Because these guys begin to plot and to plan against Daniel. So we see something about walking in excellence. And excellence is giving attention to detail. It's superior performance. It's given attention to detail. And it is superior performance. It means to excel. It means to go first class with what you have. Come on, let's thank the Lord for that. And Daniel was known as a man of excellence. But excellence spawns jealousy. Because without him doing anything directly to these men, they start planning. 
we got to get rid of Daniel. We got to do him in. So they say, we can't find anything wrong with the way he worked. So we got to create something that affect him and his relationship with his God. And so they change it. They, 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 they instigate and, and come into coerce to go before the king to change a law that will affect Daniel's relationship with God. Amen. They changed the law, but as you read the end of that chapter, Daniel changed the law too. Come on, somebody. Amen. The king said in stone, there's no God but Daniel God. And if you worship any other God than his God, come on, somebody. So a prophet changed the law as well. The Bible said not only was he an excellent man, but the Bible said he was trustworthy, or we would call faithful. We heard Apostle Tuff talk about that last night. A faithful man who can find him. Everybody's faithful on their own, but we have to let God show us the criteria of what faithfulness means. Faithful means loyal, committed. And you don't know how committed you are until it's tested. Uh, commitment ain't commitment because you say, I'm committed. I'm faithful. No, no, no. There's a price behind faithfulness. There's a price behind being committed to something. And Daniel was a faithful man. He was tr- So we, we're getting some qualities here, and then we're going to lift out some because we don't just want to hear. We want to know how did he get this way. He had a strong prayer life because the Bible said, that when they set this new law against him, when Daniel hear the law, he go to his room, his house, and pray as he usually do. With the windows being open. Now, I don't know about me and you, but some of us would have closed the windows for sure. Say, I'm going to pray this time, Lord, but uh, we're going to do this in private this time. Because a whole lot of trouble could come behind this praying. But the Bible said he set his face toward Jerusalem. As he normally did. So his relationship with God, with with the qualities that was birthed in his life to make him the man that made him exceptional or distinguished or set him apart from the rest. And that's what leadership supposed to do in our contemporary time. God is looking that he can set us apart from the rest. And sometimes you have to solo Sometimes you won't have a crowd following you. Many cases you're going to be misunderstood. Many times. Talk to me in here. You're going to be lied on. Amen. Persecuted, as we heard today. But when God is for you, who can be against you? No weapon form against us shall prosper and every tongue that rises up against us in judgment we will condemn it this is the heritage of the servants of the lord the leaders of the lord have this right and their righteousness is of me said god so we see not only this man had these exceptional qualities but the bible said he was a righteous man a righteous man. That means he had a certain walk before man and God. And he was conscious of it. Because Ezekiel testified among Job and Noah as Daniel, Ezekiel 14 and 14, that he was a righteous man. 
Jesus talked about Daniel in the New Testament, and Matthew said he was a prophet. So this man was talked about in the old, he was talked about in the new, and now we're talking about him today because of his exceptional qualities that surely will shape us as New Testament leaders. And the believers shall say, what stands out that his strong prayer life, the Bible said he prayed three times a day. He had a regiment. Listen, the unbeliever, the ungodly, they knew where to find Daniel. He was predictable. Huh? And that's that's something that happened to us as we begin to implement certain qualities. We will become regiment in our lifestyle. Repetitious. There are certain things you just learn to keep doing it over and over again. Because it's principle driven. It's not emotional. It's principle driven. You're functioning out of knowledge and not out of feelings. And you're not doing this to get a title. Because you can have a title and be empty all day long. Having a title don't give substance. It's the substance that give recognition. Talk to me. So we're not driven by rec- uh, uh, being, wanting to be recognized. We're not driven by the things that drive leadership in the ungodly arena. We're talking about Christ-like leadership. Amen. And Daniel obviously had it. One of the next things that we see that stands out about this man, Daniel, was that he would not, he could not be corrupt by his government. I say he could not be corrupt. They, the Bible say they said we could find no corruption. Talk to me in here. Now it's convenient to lie sometimes, but the short, the short-lived fruit from it is not worth the long-term. Uh, reproach that it brings. Talk to me now. Amen. So you, yes, you can lie and manipulate to do things to get ahead, but it's short-lived. Amen. And I'm telling you something, there are certain influence and circles that you can get in that if you ain't grounded in these things, it'll conform you. It'll change you. Somebody said, not me. God said it would. Bad, corrupt, bad communication will even corrupt good manners. So we have to discern who we start spending time with. Who we're calling our friends and our associates in leadership. Daniel was distinct. He was set apart. And it wasn't by accident. It was because he made a righteous resolve. I'm going to do this. I'm going to live this way. I chose by my will to do this. And the believers shall say. Let's give Jesus a good hand praise for a moment. Let me talk to you now, just give you some guidelines and some things that you can go back and restudy over that will certainly enhance your leadership qualities. First of all, what is a leader? What is a leader? A leader is a servant to God and a servant to God's people. I'll say it again. A leader is a servant to God and a servant to God's people. 
we have been given our greatest example in the life of Jesus. Let's look at the examples that Jesus, the high priest, give to us in the church as leaderships. If you would, turn to St. John 13. I'm reading from the Amplified Translation of this particular, these chapter verses that I'm going to read to you. St. John 13, you have it? St. John 13, look at, we're going to look at verses 3 through 8, and then we're going to look at 12 through 17. These will be the longest passages of Scripture that I'll read to you, and then we'll expound on these things. The Bible said at verse 3, that Jesus, knowing fully aware that the Father had put everything into his hands, and that he had come from God and was and now returning to God. Remember, I'm reading from the Amplified. He got up from supper, took off his garment, taking a servant towel, and he fastened it around his waist. I'm not through talking about Daniel. I just want to build something here. Amen. Then he poured water into the waste uh, wash basin and began to wash and the disciples' feet and to wipe them with the servant's towel, which he was girded with. Can you imagine that? Jesus washing men's feet. He is the Lord of the universe, God and a man with a towel around his waist, washing dirt off of people's feet. And he was doing at that time what the bond servant, that was the Lord's servant or the Lord's slave did. He's what? He done got his down as low as you could go in the eyes of society. And he washing people's feet off. Lord, help us here. I say, Lord, help us here. Amen. Then when he came to Simon Peter, Peter said unto him, Lord, Lord, are my feet to be washed by you? Is it for you to wash my feet? Jesus said to him, you do not understand now what I'm doing, but you will understand later on. How many are glad what we don't understand now we get it later on? Come on, somebody. I said, I'm you glad, right? <laughs> Man, listen to me. I'm telling you some stuff up here today. Listen, I didn't know many t- I didn't know some years back. And it cost me. Because you have all of the superficial definitions of what success is. I like what the apostle said today when it, in his wisdom that he was sharing. Uh, success is being uh, successful at your purpose and assignment that God give you. It ain't the stuff you have, the things you have. All of that is fleeing. It ain't even the notoriety you get. Talk to me, somebody. It can't be money. And it can't be who you know. Because you can know them today and like they did Jesus. I don't know you. I don't know you. <laughs> All that is fleeing. But when we find our purpose and what God have assigned us to, and then we become effective at that, that we do it as mightily as unto the Lord, we are successful in God's definition. I mean, successful leaders in the house. Come on, praise God, for success is of God. I paid to learn some of these things, I'm telling you. Amen. And Jesus began to, uh, Peter began to respond. Let me go on here so I can get these things to you. And then so, and when he finished washing his feet and he had put on the garment and had sat down again, he said to them, do you understand what I have done to you? You call me the teacher, the master, and the Lord, and you are right in doing so. For that is what I am. 
Listen to Jesus. If then your Lord, your master, your teacher, master have washed your feet, you ought, you ought, it is your duty. Your duty, you are not under obligation, you owe it to wash one another's feet. For I have given you this as an example, so that you should do in your turn what I have done to you. I assure you, most solemnly, I tell you, a servant is not greater than his master. And no one who is sent is superior to the one who sends him. If you know these things, blessed and happy. Who know it in here? He said, if you know it, you are blessed and you're happy. And to be envied are you if you practice them. If you practice them, you are acting accordingly and you really do them. And the believer shall say. Then he goes on to say, I'll show you most solemnly, I tell you, he who receives and welcomes and takes into his heart any messenger of mine, receive me. And in just that way, he will receive and welcome and take me into his heart and receive him who had sent me in the same way. Now let's look at some keys to appropriate and understanding and operating in the role of leadership. Number one. If our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ would put himself in a position to serve us, we then are under obligation to serve each other. Correct? St. John thirteen fourteen. If then your Lord and teacher, master, have washed your feet, you are, it is your duty, you're under obligation, you owe it to wash one another's feet. All right? And of course, I mean, you know, Jesus is not just talking about literally foot washing there. He's talking about preferring one another above one another. Huh? It's the principle that he's giving us, right? If I prefer you over me and you prefer me over you, come on, talk to me, somebody. Where do pride have any place? Where do ego tripping have any place? Talk to me. Huh? Where do comparison... Because the Bible says when you compare yourself among yourself, you're not wise. And most of the things that destroy young leaders in ministry is that we want to compare ourselves to be like somebody who is a seasoned uh, captain, leader, or general in the kingdom. And we want in a few years what they done took a lifetime to accomplish. And we hear faith lessons telling how to believe and how to receive. But we don't hear process that brought me out of this to this place. And season of trials and season of betrayal and season of setback. And yet I stood my ground. We don't hear that in our faith teaching. I'm a faith teacher. But faith from the Bible. Talk to me somebody. We don't hear that, but that's the price. Nobody just shows up overnight. Apostle is not who he is overnight. There's a whole life we've been hearing. Come on, somebody. This didn't happen overnight. Glory to God. The Bible said that we're to follow those through faith and patience. Faith and endurance obtain the promise. Amen. Amen. Come on, give Jesus a shout in here. (laughs) Faith and endurance. I heard the Lord Jesus said, follow me. 
and I'll make you. <clears throat> How many of you believe he still have the power to make a man, to make a woman? Everything he called you to be and wants you to be. He still can do that. Follow me and I'll make you. Huh? He'll make you be all that he wants you to be. And that's in any arena. Notice this. Daniel wasn't calling himself a preacher. He was a government official. That's right. But look how he kept rising to the top. With no game, no trick. Talk to me. Standing for righteousness in a kingdom of unrighteousness. He was pure, holy man. Something that nobody even want to talk about today. I don't understand that no more. And yet the Bible says, without it, you won't even see God. I can't even remember some of the places where I hear somebody talk about holy living. And yet the Bible says, without a lifestyle that's set apart, you won't see God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Can I just pray for a moment and bless the Lord? Come on, lift your hands here for a moment. Yes, Father. Yes, Jesus. We thank you, sir. Yes, Yes, Father, we bless you. We bless you. We bless you, Jesus. Kaya baya, kaya baya, kaya baya, kaya baya. We bless you, sir. Kaya baya, rira basaka deli, rosaya maya masai, shibi baba ba, zebebe baba. Holy bisabato, zelebila bala. Ninge bado kosake, ninge bako kotase. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Yes, God is the promoter of man. For promotion don't come from man, but promotion come from the Lord. And God is still able, and God is still willing to promote you among men. By his spirit and by his word. And when I lift you up, no one can pull you down. When I put you in, nobody can take you out. When I set before you an open door, there's no man can close the door. For I am he who opened and no man can close. And when I shut, no man can open. So thrive and please me, said the spirit. Walk worthy of me unto all pleasing. Be fruitful in every good work and your promotion will come suddenly said the spirit glory to God glory to God glory to God who can take an overnight promotion that's sudden overnight it shows up when you weren't looking for it you go to bed one way and the next day you're in the king palace you go to bed one day you're in the, you're in the prison and the next day you're in the palace Amen. Thank you, Lord. Let me go on, please. Bless Jesus. Yes, Jesus. Yes, Jesus. Number two, 
Look to Jesus Christ as your ultimate example for how to lead in excellence. I'll talk on excellence in my next section. Although he holds the highest office and position of leadership, second only to God the Father, he is the greatest servant to mankind. And the stripper reference was St. John 13 and 15. I have given you this as an example so that you should do in your turn what I've done unto you. Number three. Everyone is called to submit and to be subject to the authority of someone else. Regardless of how high their position is. Everyone is under authority. Jesus was under authority, wasn't he? He always referenced to God the Father. St. John 13 and 16. Number four, you are blessed when you practice and operating these principles are concerning being a, listen to me, a servant leader. A what? Servant leader. When we see men and women that are walking in authority, especially in the kingdom of God, all you're looking at is a servant who's been promoted over and over and over and over and over and over again. A servant who keep being promoted as a servant. Let me say that again. A servant who keep being promoted as a servant. His title and his promotion don't redefine who he is. It's because who he is, he's arriving to the place where you see him or her at. And the believer shall say. Let's praise God. Come on, thank thank the Lord, everybody. Amen. And I'll pick up right here on my next session. Apostle. You know, I feel like if you keep going, can you, can you confirm that the Lord is one? Yes. When God begins to speak through various lips and hammer on the same thing, it means you don't miss that. The way up is the way down. Remember yesterday when I was teaching you, I said, how many general overseers serve their members? How many general overseers sit down with their members and eat with them? How many of them will see their member pushing a baby and they will stop and take it and help them? He's a servant king. We bless the name of the Lord. Let's just rise up together and let's go give God praise before I bring in the prophet of God. Shall we just give God the praise? Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Can I have the keyboards on the keyboard, please? Oh, we exalt you. Can I have the keyboard? Would you like to be part of a vibrant church in the midst of beautiful, awe-inspiring surroundings? Christ Faith Tabernacle at the CFT Cathedral Woolwich is now open for all. Apostle Alfred Williams, apostolic leader to churches around the globe, warmly invites you to come and be part of this incredible move of God. 
every Sunday at 10am, 186 Power Street, Woolwich, London. In our beautiful, recently refurbished cathedral, we are seeing miracles happen, people healed, needs are met, lives are transformed. The Word of God is preached with power through Apostle Alfred Williams. I want you to know this, that there is a God in heaven who has sent His Son, Jesus Christ, and by Him, anyone who believes in Him, carry the very authority of God which, with which He created the heavens and the earth. Jesus said, freely you receive and freely give. I want to say this to you. Stop going around to people. Kneel down where you are. Talk to the God who created the heavens and the earth in the name of His Son, Jesus Christ, and you will receive your miracle now. And be sure not to miss our two life-changing events. Overcomers Night Vigil. Hear the voice of God. Receive life-changing teaching. Be lifted through dynamic worship. Become an overcomer on the last Friday of every month at 7pm. And also come and celebrate with us at our exciting monthly victory nights. Receive your breakthrough. Be empowered to win. Come and claim your victory on the first, second and third day of every month. Whatever age, nationality or background you are from, there is something very special for you at the Christ Faith Tabernacle Cathedral, Woolwich. Every Sunday at 10 a.m., 186 Power Street, Woolwich, London, SE18 6NL.